Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor, I'm here with Mike, and we have a very special guest today joining us. So Mike, I'm actually going to pass it to you, and I'd love it if you would introduce uh, Newton to us. I'd love to. Thank you. For... <laughs> it's going to say Newton anyway. I was just trying. I was, I was giving you some shine on this one because you said Newton. You just you blew my I took cover. your thunder. Yeah. You took away my thunder. Let's start again. Sorry. It's me. We mess around sometimes. Sorry. We mess around sometimes. That's fine. All right. You ready? I'm still recording. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike and we have a super special guest with us today on the podcast. So Mike, I'm actually going to pass it to you and let you introduce our guest. Excellent. You know that Bible verse that says, uh, like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land? Well, I think uh, a big refreshment to me is when a friend comes from a distant land. And uh, he came a long way. Uh, my good friend, Newton Chilangulo, who's the pastor of Reformation Bible Church in Lilongwe, Malawi. And uh, Newton has become a very dear brother and friend. We've met, we met, I think, back in like 2014 in Pretoria, South Africa, when you were serving at Living Hope Church. Is that right? right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just flew in last night. Yes, just last night. Yes. And taking doctoral courses at the Master's Seminary. Yes. This next week, but you get to be with us for a day. That's right. And we're very excited about that. So first, just give us a, a little bit about what's going on in your life and ministry right now. And, uh, and then I've got a few questions for you after that. Okay. Now, um, first and foremost, thank you for having me here, uh, guys. This is not an exaggeration. This is my favorite place to be. It's my favorite church because the guys at this church, I can uh, honestly say they are my like family. So I'm so thankful to be with you guys this morning. I'm doing well, and uh, my family also is, is, is doing fine. The children are growing. The wife is just getting more beautiful. So, so. Yeah, glad, glad to be here uh, with you guys. Excellent. Well, Newton, okay, so you and I have uh, talked uh, about preaching before and uh, and just even shepherding our flocks. I remember one time we were at the Shepherds Conference. I think it was maybe four years ago. I can't remember. Jim Eggert and you and I were all rooming mm-hmm. together, and we were talking about you know shepherding the flock and things like that and just uh, how – and I remember I was I was struck by – just how common all the issues are that we all deal with no matter where we live, anywhere on the planet. And of course, that's we all know that's true, but it's good to be reminded. But I want to talk to you about three things today, preaching and prayer and people, okay? We're going to start with preaching and the, the supremacy and the primacy of preaching in, in, the, in the church. Um, you've been in our pulpit uh, uh, a number of times, and uh, that says something. Anyone who, who's listening to the Ordinary Church podcast on a ongoing basis and who knows me personally knows that I am uh, purposely stingy with our pulpit. Uh, not anyone just gets the pulpit here. Oh, you're in town? Oh, go ahead and preach. No, I'm very selective about who uh, goes into the pulpit because we are to preach the word in season and out of season, and we are to uh, guard the flock and, and what they what they hear and listen to. And so, but Newton is one that I think you've preached three times here at least. Yeah, three. three and then times. you've, and then there's been other times we've had you, the last time you weren't here on a Sunday, I think, and so we had you do a Wednesday men's night. Bre- Wednesday night. Wednesday night, men's breakfast. Men's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically on our pastoral staff, too. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Okay. 
So let's talk about preaching. I, I guess, and I just want to go, let's go to the heart of these things. Mm-hmm. For you, what's, what do you think about the most regarding preaching? What's like at the forefront of your heart and mind, maybe consistently, but also maybe just in this moment in time right now even? I would say there's much I could say about uh, preaching, but I believe uh, preaching is the greatest uh, need of the uh, our church I believe uh, the church uh, needs a uh, uh, Bible-based, gospel-focused uh, 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 preaching because that will address the greatest uh, need of men, which is uh, the need uh, for uh, forgiveness. And the biggest problem is, uh, uh, it doesn't matter where you are, I mean, I just landed here from Malawi, now here in the U.S., but I believe the greatest problem is a uh, sin. Mm-hmm. And what is going to address that is when we can give uh, people the presence, the sense of God. And I don't see any better way of doing that than through uh, uh, preaching. Mm-hmm. Amen. I will tell you, I'm, I'm teaching this Friday. We do on the Men of the Word, we do something called First Friday's Men's Equipping. Mm-hmm. And this Friday, I'm teaching on the leader and his Bible and prayer. And, you know, I was mentioning yesterday, uh, you can't have too much confidence in the Word of God. You know, and uh, it pleases God by the foolishness of the of the preaching, mm-hmm. the message preached to save those who believe. But yes. it's interesting. Some Christians, some professing Christians, think that it's foolish for us to focus so much on preaching. I just don't uh, understand that. But I think it, it just goes to uh, say that, uh, yeah, people don't have confidence in God. Mm-hmm. I think preaching has to bring uh, people uh, to God, to mm-hmm. the presence of uh, God. So those that uh, say uh, preaching is uh, foolishness or a waste of time, I don't even think they can be able to be considered as uh, Christians or people that believe the Bible. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of, of, of preaching, let's talk also now about prayer. And the reason I want to bring this up is because, as we both know, you know, you can't, you know, all all scripture and no prayer, we become puffed up. All all prayer and no scripture, we get tossed to and fro by every wind and wave of doctrine. Mm-hmm. What is it like in your life for prayer, and and what's your commitment to prayer, even in bringing it into the body of Christ at Reformation Bible Church? Um, actually, I've just been uh, conv- convicted uh, about uh, this, and I do believe. Uh, one can be able to uh, prepare well, do the exegesis well, and be a gifted preacher. But unless the preaching is blessed of God, it's not going to really go anywhere. So mm-hmm. I believe that uh, our prayer should actually uh, be uh, front and center during our preparations, but even during our delivery. So I would say prayer is really uh, huge because I don't know the day if the Spirit of God doesn't bless the mm-hmm. preparations and the delivery. It's not going to really bring any uh, uh, transformation. Just going to be just a nice talk. Yeah, Mm. praise God. So you just mentioned something, and I want to capitalize on it. You said that prayer needs to be front and center and permeate and even in the delivery. Yes. Do you mean people praying for you, or do you mean you praying as you're preaching? I would say both. Both. As as I am... uh, Preaching? Yes. I believe the words of Paul should actually come to mind. Pray without ceasing. That's right. Even there should be an attitude of uh, prayer. And also the people in the church needs to be praying uh, mm-hmm. for me as I am uh, uh, preaching. I can yes. even extend further. Like what you do Sunday mornings, what, what blesses my heart when you tell me you're pre- uh, praying for me. Yes. And I think even soliciting prayer from even other friends yes. so that uh, the preaching will be blessed of God. So we cannot 
uh, overstate the need for prayer. Amen. This is why we are such kindred spirits. I've often said I am praying as I'm preaching, and I'm praying that the, the word would open, would land on the hearts. I've, one of my prayers recently has been, Lord, almost like a boxer landing blows, that God's word would land on the people exactly where, where he knows they need it. And, you know, only, only God can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So let's talk about people. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your heart for people the, and, and shepherding the flock and, and the, the idea that you're bringing the word and you're praying, but you're dealing with people. You're working with people. Yeah. Yeah, Acts 6, 4, we will devote yeah. ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word, uh, obviously with people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John, it's interesting you're asking this question because uh, one of the things that is also coming to mind or becoming clear is that uh, I also am preaching better if I am with people. So if I'm spending time with uh, people, even if it's just uh, during the week, sometimes the temptation is for me just to confine myself uh, in the study room. But I realize that uh, as I'm interacting with people, that even uh, helps uh, my uh, preaching uh, uh, better. And also even people's, uh, the way they receive my uh, my preaching, if people know I care for them, I love them, they are likely going to receive my uh, preaching even uh, better. So I think this is just like a one, or one, one thing different uh, pieces. So, I mean, love for people really goes far even in our preaching. I think, I don't remember who wrote this, but somebody said, if people know you love them, you can't preach a bad sermon. Yes. I don't know where I got that from, yes. but in some way. I've heard that too. That's yeah. so true. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you so much. And uh, again, uh, a pleasure to hear this from you as well. And I hope this will edify and build up our, our listeners. Um, you know, it's interesting that I tell young pastors, like, you have to be good at preaching and you have to be good with people. And let's say you're like the best preacher in the world. 90% you have that and you're not that good with people. We need at least 10%. You got to get up to 100% somehow. So if you're a 90%, oh, everything's great and you're preaching, then you got to give me at least 10% with people. Uh, or maybe it's 50-50. But yeah, let's just say someone's like the best people person and it's like 90% people. It's almost like uh, the people will be more gracious even if they weren't, aren't the most skilled preacher, if they're giving faithful to the word and they're bringing the word accurately and faithfully. Of course, we want to grow in our preaching yes. and we want to grow in our prayer and we want to grow in our relationship. So a uh, couple last thoughts. Uh, any last thoughts you want to add in on any of these topics, preaching, prayer, people? Uh, oh, say, I think this is what should uh, uh, occupy any uh, pastor or, or preacher. These are the things uh, that we should be guarding uh, uh, jealously. I would think this is the, the, first, uh, the things of first importance, uh, prayer, uh, uh, preaching, and uh, being uh, with uh, people. If we're not about these things from the depths of our hearts, then we have no place uh, in the, even in the pulpit or in the Lord's uh, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Newton. I, I uh, look forward to some other times we're having. I know tonight we're having Bring the Book. And here's the interesting thing. We're reading through Ephesians. Every verse, because we'll be preaching it. I just started it on Sunday. When we get together, do public reading of Scripture, but we will be praying, and we'll be doing all of it with people. Wow. Yes. Awesome. And you'll be there with us tonight, giving us yes. a, a missions update. Yeah. Yes. We'll probably be doing it guys later on today. Okay. Yeah. Well, Newton, thanks so much for being with us. We really do love you, and uh, it's so, isn't it so good to just have a brother who's on the other side of the world, and then he's here with us, and it's just the best. So thank you for that. Uh, listeners, thanks so much for uh, listening today and hope that was an encouragement to you, even in knowing how to pray. 
for the pastors who are serving here at Grace and uh, pastors around the world. So we love you and pray for you and are thankful for you. And we will talk to you next time on the podcast. God bless you and have a great day.